if you're not wearing any socks right now, then I would highly recommend you put some on, because this podcast will knock them right off. And if your feet are bare, then I can't guarantee your safety. Got some? Good. Then let's get started. <sighs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to The New Craze. It's your uh, favorite pop philosophy podcast. Uh, I am your host and philosopher monarch, Fidget Ren. That's a moniker I picked up last one. I called myself that, and so it's sticking now. Um, uh, I've got with me my recurring spiritual consultant, Josie. Hello. And once again, back is Michaela, to, so we can finish off our Zodiac special. Hello, hello. So, yeah... Um, eventually today we're going to do, uh, we're going to do the storyline for Zodiac 2, but first I want to do a new segment just because, um, the last episode is kind of thematically different than how I usually do this podcast. And I didn't go like to do, uh, I didn't get a chance to do one of my long winded rants, um, about philosophy. And as everybody here knows, the only reason I made this podcast was to jerk my brain off in front of a bunch of people. So, um, I just need to have an opportunity to, like, uh, I've got a new segment we're going to do, and it's not necessarily going to be four episodes every time I do it. Um, I'm just, I need to, like, have this outlet first so I can get into the swing of the episode. Um, the uh, segment's called uh, Memes Are Deep, or MAD for short. Um, and so, basically, it's going to be kind of a review of philosophy behind popular memes. Um, unfortunately, the meme we're going to start off with is not super popular anymore. That's because I've been trying to figure out how to work this idea out for a while. And I was like, Oh wait, segments are a thing. Um, cause I, it's, it's not, it's not substantial enough for a full episode, but you know, five minutes or so is like perfect. Um, so yeah, okay. the first memes are deep ever. The first mad is going to be, uh, the combination pizza hut and taco bell. So, um, have you you seen this meme, right? Like it's like I, I'm pretty sure it was a TikTok rest in peace of a guy singing a song. It was like combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell that made it like resurge. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites was a Doge meme that was like, "Bro, you cannot physically be at both a Pizza Hut and a Taco Bell at the same time." <laughs> um, it's just like a good example of absurdist Thanks, comedy, man. I think. Um, but. There is an interesting philosophical concept that comes up in the uh, um, the combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell, and that's the concept of metaphysical superimposition. Um, mm -hmm. So in metaphysics, that's all about like, well, part of it is the identities of objects and stuff like that. Um, and like what it actually means to be an object behind just like beyond just the matter that makes something makes up the object so yeah. essentially what metaphysical superimposition is saying is that two objects can be different but also be composed of the same like material um okay. the example we used in class and i'm sorry if i'm quoting some uh like um published essay <laughs> when i say this i probably am um but um the example we learned about in my class was a statue called albert um it talked about like, we would talk about, uh, you have Albert the statue, and Albert is both, like, the identity of the statue, and partially, one of the one facet of that identity is the matter that makes up the statue. Um, but you mm -hmm. 
take off part like say you take off the head of the statue and then you take more clay and mold it into a new head and put it on and it's identical in appearance like the question is is that the same statue you get into similar questions like uh, uh, ship- the, oh. yeah the ship or the yeah or like brooms being switched okay. around um so like that's kind of establishes the idea of like what metaphysical objects are it's like um because oh sorry my phone went off um because clearly we do call it the same ship even though it's like materially different so yeah. like that's an example of like a metaphysical object that like persists despite material uh being changed um so like that's debatable i mean what i've just said isn't hard fact in the philosophical community um there's other ways i mean nothing's hard fact in the philosophical community but um you take you can take two of those uh objects and superimpose them on each other and that's entirely fine within metaphysics because Metaphysics isn't necessarily about, like, actual physics, the actual material. Those restaurants aren't, like, half Pizza Hut, half Taco Bell. They are both fully Pizza Hut and fully Taco Bell because of metaphysical superimposition. So, technically, it's not a combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell because um, I've never actually been to one. They kind of shut down all the uh, Kentaco Huts around here, like, a while ago, which is a fucking bummer. Um, that was actually Rest some. In peace. Yeah, working at Taco Bell, I learned the history behind that. Uh, they used to all be owned by the same company. Then Kentucky uh, Fried Chicken got bought by, or maybe it was the franchise that owns Burger King. I might be wrong. Um, or the corporation that owns Burger King, rather. Anyway. We love fast food history. Yeah, this, that's what we're all here for. Um, but yeah, so like I would imagine that the menus are pretty much identical to what you could get at either a Pizza Hut or a Taco Bell. Um, decor at Pizza Hut and Taco Pizza Huts and Taco Bells isn't necessarily consistent everywhere you go. So it, like I wouldn't say the decor of a Taco Bell is necessarily like what makes it Taco Bell. And so I think yeah. it's fully fair. Definitely to s- not fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's fair to say that what makes up a pizza hut and a taco bell and like what forms those identities is the fact that it's a restaurant with food and you can order the food and it like it has specific menu items that you can order and stuff like that and so you've got both a fully realized pizza hut and a fully realized taco bell so really instead of it being just kind of a mishmash of the two you've got two fully realized stores that compa- uh, compose are composed of the same material store okay May I ask a question about this concept? Okay. Okay. Where does the recent somewhat fading cake meme fall into this? Because, okay, hear me out. I'm not a philosopher, but you see a thing. It looks like a cake, a hamburger, okay? Or mm-hmm. or, a, or a, a muscle or whatever. I don't know. We don't know anything these days. And then you fucking cut into it. Pardon, you cut into it, and it's cake. Everything okay? is cake. The material, just like you said, the material does not necessarily make the object, right? Yeah. So, so could we say that that cake is both hamburger and cake? I think that's an interesting point, and if I. Mads are going to be a little bit different in tone than the rest of the podcast where I actually try and stay consistent with actual philosophy. Because um, if I wasn't staying consistent with actual philosophy, I'd say, oh, great idea. But um, 
what actually is the case is that's not necessarily a case of metaphysical superimposition because that's just a case of like mistaken identity rather like it's just our eyes deceiving us rather than actually reflecting something um okay it's more you know we're seeing it's i'm trying to think of like a comparable like substantial uh example of philosophy it's like the dumbest one is the image of the pipe you're not looking at a pipe you're looking at the image of a pipe your brain is just deceiving Mm -hmm. you into thinking it's a pipe yeah that's but that's like an artistic movement surrealism yeah literally the point right but never mind go ahead so the thing is it's art depicting a pipe uh cake art you have a cake art depicting a hamburger. It's not really a hamburger. It's cake depicting a hamburger. Whereas to have an actual, there's a group of ideas that we all have about hamburgers that when you bite into a hamburger, it's going to taste not necessarily identically the same all the way through or every time you eat a burger, but it's going to like, there's a general flavor that we all agree on that like makes a hamburger. A prototype of a hamburger. Yeah. It's It's not going to taste like a cake. Right. And um, one of the qualities that we do hold that needs to be necessary for something to be a hamburger versus like a turkey burger or a veggie burger is that it's composed of hamburger meat. It's composed of beef primarily. Fair enough. However, I feel like you might be getting a little too specific on that because a veggie burger or a turkey burger, all that looks like a hamburger, well, right? That's Those are the burgers, but those are not hamburgers. I mean, okay, but the cake that looks like a hamburger, I could have easily said looks like a veggie burger or looks like a turkey burger. I mean, yeah, I, I that's a fair point. But um, maybe that's another thing that just kind of shows that it's not does not have the same identity as a hamburger because when you look at it and if you were to bite into it, you would not be able to determine what kind of burger it was supposed to be depicting. But what we all know is if you take the combination Taco Bell Pizza Hut and you cut into it and it's cake... Well, then that's then not a not... combination Taco Bell Pizza Hut. That's cake. Exactly. That, that is cake. It all comes down to combination Taco Huts and and cake. That's mad. That's mad. All right. Yeah, that's the first one of those ever. Um, thank you for indulging me. I just wanted to hear myself speak. Um, because, yeah, that was just a different one last week where instead of me uh, going off on something, we all just kind of collaborated and made up a... Uh, Honestly, just the modified an existing idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the power of friendship. Talk about metaphysical <laughs> concepts. Anyway. Can't pass up on those. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, the main theme for today uh, was um, the Zodiac. Sorry, that was a massive voice crack. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking tea, so Zodiac? my vocal cords are like adjusting to this new reality they live in. Mm. Zodiac 2, that is what we bring back to the table today. Yes, um, not the electric boogaloo. Apparently somebody shitty said something about boogaloo, and so nobody can say that anymore. I don't, that's what my roommate said. I kind of was blanking out during it. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going (laughs) to, that'd be a waste of time for this episode in which we have limited time to film this. So, um, okay, Zodiac 2, the story, the Bible, the new Bible based on Zodiac 2. That's what our goal is for today. I need to pull up the PowerPoint. I was like, oh, I don't need to have Firefox open for anything. Oh, I'll just pull it up on my phone. Speaking of the PowerPoint, I would like to take a moment just to appreciate the fact that I, it's so clear that you were making your slides 
and all you had to do was look up a picture of a smashed beer pong table and society delivered. <laughs> uh, there was one. There was one picture of a smashed beer pong table and I googled smashed beer to- pong it, table. It's clearly a smashed beer pong table and it even shows a perfect rendition of a Chad. Yep. Okay, so be what Michaela's referring to is uh, I, last week I said I would make a compendium to uh, ke- help us keep track of uh, the new Zodiac. Um, hold on, it's not... Okay, there we go. And uh, so I made a slideshow with, complete with pictures of uh, what the constellations depict. And oh god, I'm looking through this. <laughs> I don't. It's art. Okay? I don't want to laugh at my own jokes on a podcast, but I, I feel like it should be linked with the podcast episode itself. Honestly. Yeah, I'll put I'll put a link out. Um, but Josie actually think had problems accessing it with just the link, so I'm gonna have to figure out why yeah. that happened you, exactly. Maybe you can export it as a as a PDF and then yeah, yeah, that could be. Um, anyway, okay, so I'm gonna, we're gonna go through and, uh, just, I'm gonna quickly list off all of the, uh, zodiacs, um, all the signs. So first off, we've got, uh, from March 21st to April 19th, Hot Chip, uh, Animal Crossing the Game is April 20th to May 20th, Big Dick is May 21st to June 20th, Free Space is June 21st to July 22nd, Minecraft is July 23rd to August 22nd, Smash Beer Hong Table is August 23rd to September 22nd, September, uh, A for Anarchy is going to be September 23rd to October 22nd. Death is October 23rd to November 21st. Sonic the Hedgehog the movie is November 22nd to December 21st. Heart Emoji is December 22nd to January 19th. Fortnite Dance is January 20th to February 18th. TikTok is February 19th and through March 20th. And Gun is not technically a part of the Zodiac, but it's the antagonist. It's included in the story uh, specifically because it's not part of the Zodiac, but there's still strong energies, negative energies coming off of it. Um, if you want to know what any of those mean, um, listen to the last episode of the podcast, Zodiac 2. Um, and then also I'm going to be posting this slideshow on Twitter. So follow at New Craze Pod, and then you'll be able to get the link to this. Okay. Uh, we're going to start. Well, first we just kind of need to get the broad overview story. Um, yeah. yeah. We've, established, we've established our protagonist, which is Fortnite Dance. Indirect, uh, the antithesis being Gun, our antagonist. So those are the those are the players we're working with. Kind of ironic, considering uh, Guns and is in Fortnite, but yeah. But that's that's the whole point. Is Fortnite, Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite yeah. has to triumph over Gun, and we can allow we can uh, this Fortnite, see this sets yeah. us up for a good redemption arc. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, the god I feel like I shouldn't have to remind you is uh, Big Dick. Yes. That's the actual god of Zodiac too. So yeah, what's the like? What's the main like conflict? I guess I haven't put too much thought into this. Um, not that I was doing a whole bunch this week, but I <laughs> kind of forgot. Gonna be honest. I think okay. I think it's pretty clear. That if our primary god or overarching god of the Zodiac is Big Dick Energy, that 
there's clearly a, uh, a conflict between the big dick energy associated with Fortnite dancing, being good at dancing, enjoying dancing, and that little show-offy kind of vibe you get from a Fortnite dance, and the false big dick energy of guns. Yes. Does that make yeah. sense? Because That's as we guess. all know, gun does not equal big dick energy. Correct. Right. So right. I feel that that's where our conflict really resides. Is Fortnite Dance is trying to uphold the values of big dick energy and gun is kind of... Gotcha. The railing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> fuck um i don't know where to go from here i thought this was gonna be a fun episode but like i'm no. stuck um, i mean I, um, I think i think we can establish our our two we'll we'll make it we'll make it a trio and our two side characters will be the other video games animal crossing the game and minecraft okay to, to help balance it out and give the core group that'll be fighting against gun and I, I like, like I like that because uh, TikTok doesn't really like, or not TikTok. Sorry, Fortnite Dance doesn't really spawn like a lot of like. They're the thinker, you know. They're the planner. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're they're uh, they work well on a team, but um, Animal Crossing the game and Minecraft are like the ones that are like um, like really able to get shit done, especially Animal Crossing the game. That's like the they're the dependable character, and Minecraft is kind of the like. Not necessarily the hothead, but just kind of like stubborn and like, yes, resolute. Yeah, and so it's not necessarily like none of them are really uh, foils to the other. The rather they're kind of a trio that balance each other out. Yeah, and and that's I the like whole that. point of Zodiac too is finding this harmony and balance. Um, because of course that's what Zodiac two is all about. Is you have with each star sign they it waxes and wanes throughout the year based on the position mm -hmm. of the stars and so there is this idea that if everybody is working together then we have this balance of power but that's where gun comes in because they throw a wrench in all of this balance which is what really happens it's a good metaphor for uh yeah. teaching uh children about this new religion or ast astrological system we've developed is that like that's really what happens with gun is it's uh just kind of throwing off the natural balance of the zodiac that makes our lives so great exactly yes yes okay yes so we don't necessarily need to include all the signs in the story like a lot of them could just be like side characters that don't need to be in the general story but so what kind of like what kind of mission like what what does the gun specifically like are they do they think do you think they like they get like tasked by the big dick like uh monty python style i i think that'd be very fitting uh given we know with big dick energy that they are you know this actual god of zodiac too that they would they Send have so quest. much yeah they have so much power and control and energy that they are able to exactly lay out what needs to be done. So this is this is bestowing this sense of purpose in quest upon them. Yeah, um, I really like that because generally Bonnie Python on the Holy Grail is like widely praised for its uh, narrative elements. So including, I know that's why I watch it. Yeah, the good story. 
Yeah, of course. We are we're weaving a really rich lore heavy tapestry here. You know, that's that's what we want to get from Zodiac 2 because it's just it's really deep source material. Um and so it's just going to be this impeccably woven uh, story. Okay, so no loose ends. Um, I've got secondary context, context or not context, conflict figured out. Um, so heart emoji is the main love interest with Fortnite dance, but of course, heart emoji is really interested in Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Who wouldn't be? I mean, I'm, look look at that face. I can't stop looking at it. So, uh, free space, free space doesn't necessarily need to be in the story, um, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. well, free space is represented in the fact that gun is in this story because you can't have gun without the existence of free space. Yeah. Yeah. And theoretically, yeah, any of the characters on screen could be a free space. True. True, true, true. That's so incredibly insightful. I just don't even know what to say. I'm thinking hot chip can kind of be like, a. Like, uh, God, what's that? Not Mazinger Z. Um, Ultraman, an Ultraman type thing where um, he uh, breaks the hot chip apart and then gets its spiritual energy. So he's filled with kind of that, you know, um, mm. aggressive energy. It makes him really good at fighting and beating people up. Yeah, a, a kind of a spiritual nitro boost, if yeah. you will. Yeah, well, yeah. I realize the Ultraman reference might not resonate with a whole bunch of people, but um, like basically any like your Power Rangers type bullshit where it's like, oh, I'm gonna play my magic flute and now I'm the Green Power yeah. Ranger. Think, um, think Popeye the Magic Sailor Man. Okay, there we go. That's much yeah. better than Power yeah. Rangers. You eat your hot chip. Yeah. Be healthy. Hot chip is the new spinach. Was Popeye meant to sell spinach, or is that just a thing in the show? I honestly don't um, know. I feel strongly that it was probably some government push to um, increase spinach sales and that uh, it was actually like big farming industry behind that. So I'm personally not a fan. It's all a hoax. It's propaganda, people. It's propaganda. It did. But I see where you're coming from. Either of you ever feel personally betrayed by Popeye? As a kid, when you tried canned spinach for the first time, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you just... I took one look. That, that's the thing. Is I wouldn't eat that. We... I also didn't feel stronger so slight, when I ate it. I felt sad. Slight side note, but when, <laughs> you, but when you can when you can food, um, it creates this physical barrier that prevents uh, the food's natural resonance Um from being naturally expelled into the atmosphere, which can then be absorbed into your body. And so it just becomes so heavy with all of these metal molecules, which is why you shouldn't eat canned food ever. I get it. It kind of messes with the flow of the chi. I get it. Okay. Yeah. And, And that's why hot chip is so much better because, as we all know, chips don't come in cans. Yeah, they're just deep fried. Yeah. Stay away from P- Pringles, people. Wait, are Pringles oven baked? Oh, they come in a can. They're they're um they're not actually chips. They're like compressed potato particles. Wait, really? Yeah, they're they're like, like potato like, pancakes. Is that is that yeah, a real like, thing or is that just bullshit no, for the like, podcast? 
le- like legally it is not a chip. Um it is like compressed potato. Okay. Because it has to do, it has to do with like um with, with like F, you know, like food stuff, but yeah, like legally, it's not considered a potato chip. It's something else. What's going on, Michaela? <laughs> I'm sorry. My nephew is very sweet and wants to feed my cat wet food, and the cat is laying on my bed. So he's trying to feed the cat so, wet food on your bed. I'm highly disgusted by the smell of cat wet food permeating my bedroom but on top of that the potential for getting wet cat food on my bed in general yeah that disgusts me more than canned spinach so nice callback now i can include this in the... no we just could hear you so we... <laughs> i was like <laughs> so sorry about that genuinely Oh, what if Minecraft is just the name of the horse that he rides? Because it's a Minecraft horse. Oh, I do, I do like that. This, it's not, it's the idea of Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Basically, I was thinking more like Hercules and Pegasus, but okay. Yeah, where uh, like they have like kind of a dynamic where Pegasus has a personality of its own, and so doesn't necessarily follow Hercules's orders all the time, but they're still like besties. Okay. Yeah. That's the um, vibe I get. So now we need to find a replacement. Part of my thing was Minecraft and Animal Crossing were just so similar. Like, it kind of leans the trilogy to, or the trio, too far in one direction. Mm. So now we need to find a backup for the trilogy. I'm thinking death. Including Fortnite and um, So Animal it's Crossing? Fortnite Dance, Animal Crossing. I think the third one in the trio should be death. Death? Just okay. death. I agree. That's balance right there. Because I like death so much as a Zodiac that I just feel like it needs to be included in the, in the primary lore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just cir- circling back to the Pringles thing real, qu- real okay, quick. Okay, we're still on so, this good. Okay. Um, because I wanted, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't... So it's the whole thing is it's not considered a potato chip. Because it's not a, just like a slice of potato that has been, you know, made beautiful. Um, it is this mix of potato and a bunch of other different things. So it's considered a potato crisp. Oh, how do they feel about that distinction in the UK? Yeah. <laughs> well, in the UK, it was a big thing for a while. For like a year, they I, they actually considered it more of a cake or a biscuit rather rather than a crisp. But then they took that back to court because they were like, "This is wild. This can't. It's not a fucking cake." <laughs> this conversation is physically so like, like in a way that like like crackers in America are basically like biscuits, kind yeah. of. I don't know the food conversion between the UK and the US. The conversion. So rate. you have, yeah, you have biscuit. No, the, the food. Yeah. What no. we what they call a biscuit, we call a cookie. Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's. Uh, I was you fine with the Pringles fucking cookie. Yeah, they for for about a year they were considered like cakes. They were not cakes or 
biscuits, they were not considered uh, crisps. Okay. Uh, I think we need Food to reset. Um, we've gotten so off track. I appreciate the Pringle sidebar. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick shill break and then just to kind of reset ourselves. And then we're going to go back into the thing. Hey, Fidget. Hi, Michaela. Monarch. I, hello. I just wanted to let you know about this fantastic little podcast I've been listening to. The, uh, the host requests that listeners just tell one friend about it, you know, so that uh, they can spread the word. Um, do you want to hear about it? Oh, yeah, sure. It sounds like a great idea. All right. I think it's right up your alley. Um, it's a, actually a pop philosophy podcast oh interesting uh they talk about yeah yeah it is they talk about all kinds of subjects um they've got episodes on you know metaphysics i'm sure there's probably a a, there will be a trolley problem question eventually you know it's it's really it's hilarious there's all different guests every week for the most part there are some repeat guests and they're great you should really pay attention to them uh and it's kind of satirical, but mostly I believe everything that they say. So I would give it a listen. Okay. Um, that sounds really it, great. It's called The New Craze. Oh, wow. That yeah. sounds like my podcast. I mean, I, like I said, it's right up your alley. Yeah, that uh, makes the sense. The New Craze. The New Craze. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that I'd be able to find it on uh, streaming platforms like uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, or stuff like that? Um, I think that with your oddly specific list, the answer is definitely yes. Okay, definitely cool. Definitely yes. Check so them all out. I want to listen to the new craze, uh, this new pop philosophy comedy podcast. I can go and search for it on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or uh, actually it's hosted, I think, uh, this is just a guess because I don't know anything about this podcast. It's hosted on Anchor.fm. So if you listen on Anchor.fm, you get like special features like um, like a song of the week that the host picks out every week. Does that... Sorry, that was totally on a whim. I don't know anything about this podcast. Does that sound correct? Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, wow, cool. Nail, hammer, head, all done. That was that you're you're right. You should start listening right now. Maybe I honestly. will. Um speaking of listening to this podcast at this very moment, um, thank you everybody. Uh jokes aside. Um your support's greatly appreciated. Um and like Michaela was doing just now, uh, the best way to help support me, because I'm not really taking donations or running ads or anything like that, the best way to help me is to just uh, tell one other person about it, because it works better than trying to fight an algorithm to get your friends to see it. Um, I just think telling one other person kind of makes it more, I don't know, I don't want to say intimate, because intimate has weird <laughs> connotations. But it's definitely more effective to get that personal the personal touch yes than a quick like on facebook or twitter or insta or anything like that exactly so yeah just tell one other person about it a quick correction to last week i announced uh fidget song of the week 
Um, to listen to that, you're going to have to listen on anchor.fm. That's not like me trying to like plug anchor.fm. I just think that, no, don't eat my plant. Sorry, cat. You got to go. Um, uh, I just think that, um, this song, like if you want to hear a quick song that I liked this week after the podcast is over, just tune in on anchor.fm and it'll just immediately start playing. Um, other than that, yeah. Uh, one other big piece of news, me and my roommate, Elliot Fox, are putting together a thing for local Lawrence musicians. Um, if you don't know, this podcast is based out of Lawrence, Kansas, um, and Lawrence has a really thriving and cool uh, music community that is actively dying because of the whole everything that's happening right now. So to do our part to help keep the Lawrence community alive, uh, Fox and I are going to try and put together like a live stream that showcases local musicians um we're still hashing out the details still still working out getting a schedule we don't even have like you know a set schedule worked out for that yet so uh it's still really in the early phases but i'll have more information on my twitter and stuff like that uh as information comes out so yeah i think that's going to wrap it up for the show break today uh thank you michaela for helping me chill i'm here to chill anytime all right now let's get back to the zodiac and learning all about it uh thank you for listening bye Woo! We're back. That was a fun shill break. I'll find out what it says later. Anyway. So we've got big dick energy at the top of the pyramid, right? Yeah. And we've got the holy trinity of death, Animal Crossing the game, and Fortnite dance. Yes. Minecraft horse is associated directly with Fortnite dance. Because Minecraft horse is Fortnite dancer's horse. Yeah. And it's not Beautiful. Minecraft horse. The horse's name is Minecraft. It's a horse from Minecraft that's named Minecraft. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, thank you for that clarification. Yeah. yeah. We have we have the love interest heart emoji. And heart emoji's in love with Definitely. Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. Yes. So we uh, we have a bit of unrequited love there and then of course we have the antagonist Gun. Um Hot Chip is kind of like the uh mushroom from Mario. Where it's just kind of like a party power up for uh, Fortnite dancer. Um, so what do they have to Love do that. to defeat Gun? What's the mission? I mean, I th- I think we'll we'll have throughout their journey there will be quirky and memorable interactions with each of the different uh, Zodiac two signs. Um, the ones that we haven't follow... mentioned yet. Yes, of course. As they as they follow Gun's just path of destruction um throughout throughout our universe um and i i think what it comes down to is gun just gets to the end of the universe and realizes i can't physically go any further i have to turn around and waiting there is our trinity okay so maybe maybe the first arc is uh he has to track down Hot Chip, kind of like an yeah. Excalibur situation, where he can't really yeah. fully realize his powers until he tracks down Hot Chip. And yes. so that's kind of like Act 1 is... Uh, well, Act 1 is the conflict is introduced, you get the Merry Band of characters together. Act 2 is they're finding Hot Chip and they're helping other characters along the way. Um, so those yes. other characters would be Smash Beer Pong Table... A death, Sonic the Hedgehog the movie, heart emoji, and TikTok. 
um, they're finding different ways to help all of them with their own troubles. Like, um, they could find a way to, like, liberate A for Anarchy so that they could actually be anarchists because they're, like, under the control of TikTok, which is under government control now. Something like exactly. that. Um, yeah. I just came up I with like that. that. I should be a screenwriter. Um, I just came up with that <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Of course there will be a <laughs> beach good. episode. Yes. Okay. That's important. Uh, beach episode will be in, well, so if we're going like Excalibur, it'll be like Lady in the Lake. So maybe it's like hot chip in the ocean. There we go. Yeah. And so that's the beach episode is they have to retrieve hot chip from the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I feel really confident that if TikTok is this powerful, like sign being, you know, that has control over other signs okay. in the lore, anyhow, um, I really feel pretty confident that in this story, Smashed Beer Pong Table would be the entitled child of TikTok. Interesting. Okay, yes. Because we all know that those chads out there, they're just here to smash some things and then get out of it with, you know who my father is? Yeah. Gotcha. So I feel like if if that's the storyline for beer smash beer pong table, then it's got to be TikTok who bails them out every time. Okay, so I've got it. Fortnite dance through the power of dance can uh, restore the negative energy imparted on them by gun. Yes. Um. So yes. they've uh. So like, he first rescues uh, Animal Crossing the game, uh, Minecraft the horse in death, and so that's what forms the trio. Is he? helps them through the power of dance um yes and so that's kind of the stories he's using the power of dance to uh uh purge the negative energy from them so that they can return to being uh their ultimate selves um and he can't really destroy he doesn't really have destructive powers but he needs to use the destructive power of hot chip too yeah and that's why he's trying to track down hot chip because that's the only thing that can destroy gun yeah. Or at least seal him away, away from the Zodiac. Okay. Cool. In a prison of sorts? Yeah, or like a, a mind-time prison type thing. Or a, like a gun yeah. safe? A gun safe, I like that. Yes. Okay, that's good. Thank you. So, yeah, all the other signs are corrupted. They're going around saving all the signs, and that's kind of Act 2. Act 3 is kind of the final showdown. Yes. Um, Where... uh. It sort of looks like all the work they've done is going to be, like, uh, like reversed, because that's how movies work, is you have, yeah. like, they initially tr think they've, they're have they winning in the second act, and in the third act, the conflict is revamped or powers up. Yeah. I, I, think, I think at this point, um, there's going to be some internal conflict with heart emoji, um, and whether... Which, which kind of direction that they want to go in life and there there is some temptation um from gun which is very very morally challenging to everyone involved a scorned lover you well, know i think maybe the difficulty that heart emoji faces is whether to uh and why fortnite dance kind of feels betrayed i don't even know if they eventually get back together um that that would have to be like deep act three um yeah but like so fortnite dance needs to go on this journey to fight gun and he wants hard emoji to come with them 
Um, I'm just bouncing between pronouns. This is why pronouns just shouldn't exist. Um, But (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog wants to run away because they're super fast and they can get away. Yeah. And so heart emoji goes with Sonic the Hedgehog rather than Fortnite because heart emoji thinks it's safer to be with Sonic and outrun the threat of gun rather than try and fight it. That's very fair. Yeah. I feel like if we want to bring the temptation of gun into it, somewhere along Sonic and Heart Emoji's journey, they could run into free space. Oh. Okay. What with the connection to gun? I just, you know, free space, I feel, can serve as disciples in such a, you know, negative way. But, like, they could be... The disciples of gun if they're trying to make that decision on whether or not to go that direction and i feel that kind of questioning of self could maybe have an effect on heart emoji they're pretty sensitive i i like the idea but i still think that free space should be left as this like completely neutral thing just because that's the purpose it serves in the zodiac is just completely blank yeah that's fair um it could just be a space that like exists yeah maybe that's oh maybe that's where uh that's maybe that's where sonic is trying to escape to is the free space the free space where they can be free from gun's influence okay yeah okay i like that i like that dual meaning of free space and a free space yeah yes that's also why um you have they end up seeking the aid of a for anarchy um who also likes this idea of the ultimate freedom in free space. I love that. I love that. Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up pretty much. Um, mm. And that, I'm not just saying that because we're running out of time and we need to wrap up the show. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Closing thoughts? I mean, I can't wait mm. to see this on Crunchyroll in three to five years. <laughs> Crunchyroll exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I've made a slow um, a Oh, God. I can't. Oh, that, that is impressive. At first I thought it said BDG, like Brian David Gilbert. No, BDE. Yeah, energy, Big Dick Energy. Baby. Got it. Got it. Oh, yeah. my mug just hit top, my tooth. You know? Ooh. I need a second. Aren't, aren't you a Big Dick Energy sign? Shut up. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, hot chip. Big dick. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Thank you, Death. Um, You're welcome. So, yeah, this has been The New Craze. Um, Thank you, Josie and Michaela, for joining and helping me out flesh this story, because I definitely could not have done it on my own. Um, (laughs) I mean, Michaela, you've already made it clear that there's nothing you want to plug, like not even any Netflix shows you've been watching or books you've been reading or... I've actually, everyone, I made it to book 12 of my 14 book series, Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. I'll plug a book any day. Okay. There you go. So Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan is what Michaela's plugging. Uh, at, once again, follow Josie on Twitter. What's, Josie, what's your Twitter handle? Shit, what's my Twitter handle? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, That's there you vibe. go. J, J star uh, 1728 Okay, so at JSTAR1728, again, you can follow uh, the uh, podcast at New Craze Pod. You can follow me at Final Jetpack 2 
um, I changed my Twitter handle because Flanny Jets just didn't. It sounded vaguely erotic, and that's not really the energy I was going for. So I switched it to at Flannel Jetpack 2 um, because I still can't get my Twitter handle back. And that is a rant for another day. Um, so until then, thank you all for listening, and I will see you all next week or uh, if you're watching all these in a row, uh, the next 30 seconds. So yeah. Until then, keep it crazy, you kooky cats.